Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Coming up on NBA Today, the sun, it is rising in Phoenix. Bradley Beal, he was just introduced literally minutes ago, so hear what he had to say about teaming up with KD and Devin Booker. Plus, we're just about 24 hours away from the official start of free agency, so we have the latest on James Harden and Kyrie Irving. What could they do? And both the Lakers, the Clippers, they have some big decisions to make in the next several days. So we're going to dive into everything Los Angeles in this jam-packed show. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today. Hey, look, we got some familiar faces back in studio after a couple of days off. Zach Lowe, we have Vince Carter. And nice for you to join yeah, us, yeah, Richard Yeah, Jefferson. yeah, yeah, Let's get to this Bradley Beal nod. We're going to, but I was looking around. I asked, I asked at the end of yesterday's <laughs> show, Richard. I said to Kendrick Perkins, oh, what time's your flight? And he said, 6 a.m. I'm going to be there, sis. Perk, what, what happened? Man, what <laughs> Well, this one, this one wasn't on me. Uh, I mean, I think you know what I'm saying it's mm-hmm. a lot going on with United and yeah. the flights around the country. That's so a I'll be there tomorrow. I oh, thought he was going to walk back from here again. I, I thought too. it was another surprise attack. From no, Perks. no surprise <laughs> attacks from Perks. All right, our you didn't free feel the ground rumbling. Fuck. He ain't walking this way. It's ticking down to this weekend. We're going to have complete coverage Friday and Saturday. But first, we're going to start with the team that has made the biggest offseason move thus far. The Suns, Bradley Beal, he was officially introduced as a new member of the team today. Take a listen to what he had to say. But I'm super excited for this opportunity. You know, this is this is awesome for my family and I. A uh, new change. Yesterday was my birthday, so I feel refreshed. I feel rejuvenated. Uh, this is an exciting moment for me. You know, this is an awesome team. Like Coach said, we have a very, very awesome core that I'm just happy to be a part of and excited to push these guys every single day and learn from them as well. So uh, my family and I look forward to meeting everybody here, engaging with everybody, with the city, with the fans, the community. I'm very big on on being impactful as I can. So I look forward to meeting everybody, being as impactful as I can, and hopefully we can chase this ring. Oh, it's huge. You know, I think one of the biggest things we take for granted as players is, you know, you're, who's around you, you know, the players around you and what they bring to the table every single day. And uh, it's not easy to win in this league, and I think that's what a lot of people get kind of misconstrued. No matter how much talent you have, you still have to make it work. You have to still put in the work and, uh, and go get the job done. But I'm, I'm super ecstatic that every single day I have a chance to play in a meaningful game. Uh, I think that's one of the biggest, you know, decisions that impacted me of coming here, of knowing that every single night I'm going to be in an important game. Every single night I may have a chance of being on television. Every single night, you know, teams are going to give us their best. You know, so I look forward to that challenge um, and also being in a position to where we're kind of a targeted team. You know, so every single night I got to lay some up. Meaningful games. That was a, a phrase that he repeated over and over again. Richard, I know you have a lot of thoughts on this. Go ahead. Well, for anybody that, that you know, for the casual fan that only watches basketball, like in the postseason in big moments, that was Bradley Beal. He's a very good player. He's been with the Washington Wizards. Wow. We haven't seen him in a very long time, but he's very, very talented and very, very good. Do I think the fit in Phoenix is going to be great? 
No. I, I, think, I think that they have a lot of talent. I think that they need more to do. I think the top three, great. The top three, they're going to win you between 45 and 50 games. Who they can fill around those three will dictate if they get to the 50, 55, 53, if they're the one seed, if they're the two seed. That's the difference. It ain't Bradley Beal. It ain't Kevin Durant. And it ain't Devin Booker. It's the pieces around it. We yep. saw it with the Denver Nuggets. Yes, it was Jokic. Yes, it was Jamal Murray. Yes, it was Aaron Gordon. But Bruce Brown, Christian Brown, um, when, you, when you look at the Porter entire Jr. roster, Porter Jr., when you look at Jeff Green, when you look at that roster, it was the people around them that helped propel them to the championship. And Phoenix, while they have the top, they don't have much rest. Mm. Well, that's what we saw in the playoffs last year. Phoenix just, yes. when they were looking for depth, they, they didn't have it, Zach. You're such a grouch, man. I, yeah, Stop being so if grouchy. Zach is calling you a grouch. How am I a grouch? I, like I'm just saying you left. I'm introducing just... people to Bradley Beal. It's not Bradley Beal's fault John Wall's body fell apart and the Wizards stuck. That was five years ago. I'm excited to watch Bradley Beal play with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. It's a great role for him. It's a great spot in the hierarchy thing, uh, hierarchy for him. I think he's going to be awesome. That top three, yeah, they have overlapping skill sets. There's a lot of ball handling. I think they're going to be dynamite together. Yes, they have more work to do to round out their depth. The front office has plans for that. That's a good problem to have. Agreed. When you have those three guys, that's a great starting point. If they're healthy, and that's a big if with these guys, I think you're nuts with your 45 wins. I think those three guys alone get you up to 50, and from there, stop being so grouchy about Bradley <laughs> Beal. You're grouchy about me being grouchy. But Zach, like you know, it's all about the postseason for them. You know, getting the wins in the, in, the, in the regular season, okay, cool, but will they have stay healthy? And will you have enough shooting? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're gonna have you're gonna have to make the others beat you. Right. That's what's gonna kind of tip the scale for them. Is like I, I do agree with RJ as far as like you have the top three guys, but what else? You know, will you have enough shooting? Will you have enough defenders? Um, right. We have DeAndre bigs. Ayton. Yes. Yeah. Well, DeAndre Ayton actually. I understand DeAndre Ayton and his frustrations yeah. because what he sees right now is while you know it didn't work out great with Chris Paul, they did go to a finals that 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 first year. After that, he is now lower in the pecking order. He is like the fourth most important but, shooter scorer on that group. So if we think that DeAndre Ayton is going to come in more locked in, more focused, it's just. But it just think if, even in a limited role, he can have a huge role because if you set the screens, you have Kevin Durant, Booker, and uh, Bradley Beal that you have to stop. You have layups on layups. And Number one and picks don't just want layups. No, that's a fact. Well, here's the thing. It feels like we're all talking about depth. This is the time to bring in Bobby Marks because Ooh. we know that the Suns, they have a big three, but who's going to fill out the rest of the roster, right? That's the question. Our salary cap expert, I hope he has the answers. Uh, so let's get to this, Bobby. What do you see the Suns being able to do here? The veteran minimum exception, Malika, when you look at their roster, eight players on their contract. They're over the luxury tax. They're over the first apron. They're nearing the $182.5 million second apron here. So when you look at either the veteran minimum or bringing back some of their own players here, certainly Torrey Craig or TJ Warren or Terrence Ross, players like that, basically to fill out their roster here. And if they can't even go out and acquire a player in a signing trade right now because and even if moving DeAndre because of the hard cap restrictions here. So it's the veteran minimum bringing back their own players and basically filling out that roster. Okay, so quick question for you here, Bobby. Chris Haynes, he reported earlier today that Kyrie Irving, he wants to take a meeting with the Suns. How would Kyrie and the Suns even work there? Is that, is that even possible? Sure, if he wants to take the $3 million veteran minimum <laughs> exception. 
Got it. All, All right. power to him. <laughs> All right, got it. Well, we're going to leave you to reading that 676-page <laughs> new CBA, Bobby. Thank you so very much. Uh, Perk, I, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Do you think that keeping Aiton is the best move for Phoenix, giving everything that Bobby just laid out? Well, but I think Rich. I think Richard is a hater. But that's the number one thing. I think he's a hater. One, you're not going to sit up here and tell me that Bradley Bill, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker, just those three guys alone, are only going to get you 45 wins. You're not going to make that make sense to me. Second of all, when it comes down to DeAndre Ayton, DeAndre Ayton had a problem with who? Monty Williams. Monty Williams and DeAndre Ayton didn't see eye to eye. Now all of a sudden you bring in a new coach for Frank Vogel. Bradley Bill just talked about how he feel like he's getting a fresh start. You don't think DeAndre Ayton is coming to that season with the same type of mindset? And we saw this last this past postseason. Your coach have to pump that trust in, into you and that belief into you. We saw it with the Miami Heat. We saw it with Michael Malone and the Denver Nuggets with Eric Gordon. I believe that we're going to see a different version of DeAndre Ayton if the Phoenix Suns decide to keep him. But at the end of the day, these are two, these are three of the most prolific, efficient scores in the game. Kevin Durant shot 55% from the field last season. Uh, Bradley Beal, 50%. Devin Booker, almost 50%. Like, what are we talking about right now? And again, all of these guys are underrated playmakers. And here's my last point. When you're a great player, don't come giving me this about what other pieces they're going to put around those guys. When you're a great player or great players, then you elevate others around you to be great. Now, we did a segment on this show a little bit ago of all the big threes that worked and the things that they had in common, mm-hmm. right? We, we did that. And, and I don't know if Perk was watching that day. I don't know if his plane was what, what his situation was. But ultimately, I understand what you're saying. Those top three players can get you a lot. Right? I don't dispute that. But they are three players with a very similar skill set. Neither of them are creators. Three of the best scorers that we have ever seen in the history of the game of basketball. My only issue is that you need balance. Show me a team without balance. Toronto had balance. They won a championship. Golden State had balance. They won a championship. Lakers had depth and balance. They won a championship. Denver had depth. Milwaukee had depth. All of these teams had depth. The last five champions, we can point to that. So when we look at the when we look at the Phoenix Suns, what in the last five years has told us that this team can get it done? Well, and right now the Denver Nuggets are the bar. Well, like, yes, they are. Oh, right. matter. Last word on this, Perk. Who's gonna guard you? No, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, we're going to get back to the Suns a little bit later. We're going to get back to the Suns a little later in the show, Perk. We actually have more to hear from Bradley Beal's press conference. Hey, keep your Ross and Rachel to yourself. Still to come on NBA Today. What's next for James Harden and the 76ers? We have the latest on his upcoming player option and how it could affect his MVP teammate, Joel Embiid. You okay, Zach? You okay, Zach? Uh, Zach's a little grumpy today. And Kyrie Irving is the one biggest free agent set to hit the market tomorrow. Could we see him in a New Jersey? next season we're going to dive further into that and Bradley Beal officially a son so big perk he has his own big list of big threes Richard you're not going to want to miss that yeah chicken mashed potatoes and soda (laughs) (laughs) now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavily on the team hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play and boom Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. 
another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic in tequila season. Hypnotic liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm told that James Harden is seriously considering a return to Houston. I'm here. We're, we're playing very, very well. And yeah, I don't know where they were where came from. Philadelphia win without Embiid. Sizing up Harper. It's a three. Perfect play to end the second round. Game seven between the Celtics and the Sixers. This is disappointing. A disappointing ending for the Sixers. Our season is over, so sums it up right there. He has the option to be a free agent. Scenario A would be to bring James back. The Houston Rockets lose a, a real suitor in free agency. Welcome back to NBA Today. All right, so... 5 o'clock Eastern, my friends. That is the deadline for James Harden's decision on his $35.6 million player option for next season. So, Zach, he's taking his time on this one. We're heading all the way up to the deadline. What happens if he opts out? I mean, he could still resign with Philadelphia, and okay. I think that there's a very good chance that still happens. If he opts out and leaves, then they're kind of in a pickle because I'm sure Daryl Morey has plan A, B, C, and D already in place, but they don't have a great mechanism to replace James Harden if he leaves. They don't have enough cap room to get an equivalent player. And look, James Harden was, let's be polite and say, up and down in the playoffs. Okay. It seemed like he either played unbelievably well or was like, what happened here? He was really, really good in the regular season when he was healthy. I thought he had an all-NBA level season when he was healthy, and he was a big part of Joel Embiid getting that endless parade of open 13-foot jumpers, 13-foot jumpers. They need James Harden. Mm. What they really need from James Harden is to be more consistent in the playoffs, but a lot of other teams have needed that too, and it hasn't happened. But they, if, they, if he actually left, unless Daryl's got some plan, and maybe he does, that's an earthquake in the Eastern Conference because they're they're still I know everyone's down on them because of how ugly that series ended in game seven. They're still a really, really good team the way they are. Do you agree, Vince, that the ideal here for Philadelphia is that James Harden comes back? I do, I do, but at the same time, I feel like you need to allow Maxi to level up. I, I love his game. I think he's an important piece too. And you're giving them a different dynamic. They play faster. He's a guy you can get the ball and let him go and get buckets, it makes the game easier for Joel and, and James Harden. And I think sometimes, you know, for as, like you said, for as good as James was in, in the regular season, sometimes the playoff when he's not playing well, you need a guy you can just get the ball to and just just go run. Right. Have a motor. And, and that, so I just feel like even if he comes back, you have to go up, you have to level up Maxi. So, yes, I, I agree with everything you said. Like, Philly does need to bring him back, right? If you're talking about maximizing the championship window with Joel Embiid, that's what it is. But ultimately, you, you say that they're down, uh, that they might be down on this team because of the way they finish. 
or they could be down on this team because of the way they finished the last few multiple of years, whether it's injuries, poor performances, lack of showing up, and then you add James Harden, who is a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's elite. There's no question about that. One of the greatest players of our generation. But now we're going to put him into a situation where Joel Embiid, who is he has struggled or not been healthy in the postseason, and you're adding a player like James Harden, who has not been elite in the postseason, not even close to what he is in the regular season. Regular season, he was a top three MVP guy for like five straight years. He has never been a top three guy in the postseason. I don't know if there's many postseasons where he's been a top five. I can count to one where he's gone to the conference finals. Yeah. But we got a list of ten games that we can point to and be like, James, you are better than this. And so that's the situation with Philly. You can maintain how good you are, but to up your game? But So you're saying you shouldn't pay him as a closer? No, no, no. The most important words you said were Embiid championship window. And that's why even if you are skeptical that they can get over the hump with this group, you have to ask yourself, what's plan B if he leaves? Bobby Marks will probably tell us about that soon. Yeah. Perk, do you believe that this duo, that they can bring a championship to Philadelphia? Well, I, I do, but there's no plan B, Zach. It's plan A when it comes down to Daryl Moore and James Harden, okay? And they view the world as a lollipop, and all they keep doing is exchanging leaks. And that's that's what it is, okay? Because when you think about it right now and where they at, it's all about James Harden. The firing of Doc Rivers was all about James Harden. And so now you have to worry about, you know, what he's going to come back for. Because I believe Daryl Moore is not going to let James walk away. Whether he's opts in or they sign him to a contract. And Vince talked about this. The growth of Tyrese Maxey. That is so huge. Tyrese Maxey is, is really at that border where he's scratching all-star caliber player into, you know, elite young star, in my opinion. And James Harden is going to have to sacrifice. And they fired Doc Rivers because... James Harden didn't like the role that he was playing, and he averaged 20 and 10, led the league in assists. But if you had to ask me what the route did, with, with how Miami shocked the world in the Eastern Conference, does they have an opportunity with James Harden back in that lineup to win a championship? Absolutely. But mm -hmm. it's going to come down to Joel and B. Is he going to be in great shape? Is he, is he going to be able to sustain that through the whole season and the postseason, keeping his weight down, taking the page out of Jokic's book, and doing what he needs to do with his body so that he can make sure he's in it for the long haul? Zach mentioned that he had a question for Bobby Mark, so let's bring in Bobby now. Uh, Bobby, there's some trickle-down effects here. If James Harden actually does stay in Philadelphia, what would the impact be on guys like Fred Van Vliet, on guys like Kyrie Irving here? Yeah, right now we have Harden in the Sixers uh, roster right now. And Malika, the one guy that controls free agency is Fred Van Vliet. Right. And here's why. What happens if Van Vliet signs with Houston? All of a sudden, the market for Kyrie Irving, the market for James Harden if he becomes a free agent, all of a sudden evaporates. However, what happens if Harden goes back to, to Philly, Van Vliet back to Toronto, and then all of a sudden, Kyrie Irving has the ultimate leverage. Mm. Because remember, Houston has to spend $52 million of that money by the first day of the regular season. And now all of a sudden, the market for Irving opens up. That answer your question, Zach? 
Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you have more, if you have more for Bobby, you can, you're you're welcome to ask. I. I I don't. He outlined the Kyrie Irving Phoenix situation earlier today, and you know, I, I don't really, I don't really know what else to say about that. I mean, if Houston wants to add Kyrie Irving to its rebuild, I guess that's cool. If Phoenix, if Phoenix actually watched the Brooklyn Nets movie and was like, yeah, let's do that again, that seems like a good idea. I don't think they will. So I don't know what the hell will happen. So again, question: If James Harden leaves. Fred Van Vliet, they can't re-sign him. The, the Philadelphia 76ers have no cap space to sign anybody if he leaves. Not Bobby? enough, not yep. enough to sign yeah. a real player. Not, oh, ahead, Bobby. Leave it to Bobby. Go Bobby ahead, Bobby. Let's pull, let's, let's pull them up. So let, let's look at if if uh, if Harden leaves. Okay, so we're gonna take him out of there. We're, technically, they're over the salary cap because of their mid-level exception. So what you're staring at right now is potentially trying to look and move Tobias Harris, but you have the $12.4 million non-tax mid-level exception. This is what you're looking at. Seth Curry, Max Strews, Dante mm. DiVincenzo, players like that basically to kind of fill that role. Mm. Yeah, you, yeah, you're not filling any, any role with that. Mm. Not if you're losing Tobias Harris and you're also missing and James Harden. I agree. That's the issue right there. And there's some other players. Guess just, we're going to wait and find out. Just, just for everyone who's taking notes like Richard is at home, uh, some other notable players that have the deadline today, Andre Drummond, Josh Hart, and then, of course, James Harden as well. All right, we're just getting started here on NBA Today as we continue to count down to free agency. We have so much to get to over the course of the show. Still to come, was Bradley Beal the missing link, guys, for the Phoenix Suns to win a championship? <laughs> Hear what he had to say about his expectations. One of them. Desert. He was one of them. Speaking of the Suns, Big Perk. He is a big list of big threes. See where KD, Booker, Beal, they landed on his rankings. And we're going to bring it right back here to Los Angeles. Should the Lakers, they just run it back at this point after reaching the conference finals. We're going to unpack all of the moves that Los Angeles can make in free agency. All that and so much more. We'll be right back after the break. Why do you keep looking at me like that? It's your, your bling. It's blinding. Oh, yeah. Let's get it. Ice. Ice. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. The blockbuster in the NBA. The Suns are finalizing a trade for all-star guard Bradley Beal. I mean, he's a Hall of Fame all-star. Call him just a scorer is diminishing who he is. no in-between with this team. It's either you're getting to an NBA Finals and winning a championship, or this is going to be deemed a major, major disappointment. 
It's official. Bradley Beal, a member of the Phoenix Suns, three-time All-Star, had his introductory press conference earlier this afternoon. So here's what he had to say about teaming up with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. I'm excited about it. Like, you have a lot of dynamic scorers who the biggest box that we check is our unselfishness. You know, all, all of us just want to compete. We want to play hard. And the biggest thing, we want to win. You know, and I think we all have unbelievable talents that we respect. And we unselfishly push each other to be the best we could possibly be. So I'm looking forward to it. K, Dev, DA, like these guys are a great core piece to, to the franchise. And I'm happy, like, like you said, that I can, they can go guard Devin and K tonight. And you know, I, can, I can chill a little bit and not face so many double teams. Shots for a little bit more open shots, you know. I work on my catch and shoot a little bit more, so we're good. All right, so that's what Bradley Beal thinks, but I want to see what our resident big man thinks. Yeah. It's time for your list, Big Perk. Mm -hmm. Big Perk's big list of big threes. Let's start at number five and count it down. Who you got? Yeah, usually I'm at the big board doing it real big, but again, this is my list. Big Perk's, not your list, not Richard's list, not Zach's list. Not this list. At number five, put it up there. Bam! I'm going to do it from the crib. Run it. Right there. The new big three of the Golden State Warriors. And I know it's questions if Draymond is going to come back, but I'm looking at Steph, Draymond, and Andrew Wiggins. And people may say, what happened to Klay Thompson? Andrew Wiggins replaced them when they actually won the finals two years ago. That's my pick That's at number five. Four is my big three. Running at number four. Run it up there. Bam! Here we go right here. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. The big three of the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James, the greatest to ever do it. Anthony Davis, top five talent, a top five big in this game today. And guess what? I am him, Austin Reeves. I know people got questions whether or not the Lakers are going to match and re-sign him. They will bring him back. This team, this core, this big three led them to the Western Conference Finals this year. Coming in at number three, run it. Bam! Here we go again. Put it up there. The other big three. And you know what I'm talking about. I'm going with them boys in Milwaukee. Yes, Giannis. The most dominant player in the game, arguably the best player in the game. I'm going with Drew Holiday, one of the best two-way players in the game. Money-making Middleton. He will be back next year in great fashion and will be healthy. This team is a force to be working with. And guess what? They have actually got the job done and won the NBA title. Coming in at number two, I couldn't disrespect them, but bring it up there. Bam! I'm going with the defending champs, the team that just won the NBA championship. I'm going with Jokic Murray and Michael Porter Jr. We already saw this season, this postseason, Murray and Jokic, the best duo for us in the pick and roll, dribble handoffs, the two-man game. It can't be stopped. Michael Porter Jr. showed us, guess what? I could play both ends of the basketball, and he did it in great fashion, sacrificing for the team. And at number one, at number one, put it up there. Bam! I'm going with the new look sons. Bradley Bill, you seen how he was dressed today? He had a suit and tie on. He's bought his business. Devin Booker showed up and showed out this postseason. Kevin Durant, we know when healthy is arguably, yes, arguably the most talented offensive player in the game. And here's the thing. We go, we keep asking, who is going to be the uh, the guy that's going to be playing the point position? They all could play the point at times because they're all under 
top-rated players. Again, this is not Richard List, Malika List, Zach List, or Vince List. This is Big Perk List. Carry on. Yeah, it says that right there. We know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who's going first? I, I got an issue, guys. I, I just <sighs> think we, we were talking about this perk in the break. When you have a big three, what makes a yeah. big three successful, Vince? The, the four and the five. Uh, correct. So I would put Denver as the no, no, number no, no, one no, Malika, spot. That's not, first of all, America, we are sorry. That's common sense. First of all, <laughs> let's just apologize to America. His list is ass. It's just it's <laughs> two packs of it. Jeez. All right? Ow. You have the defending champion. You have the defending champions with the two-time MVP. They finally got healthy, and you got, you got a team that just won a championship in five well, games here at second, well, and you got a group of three. You spoke. Allow yep, me to speak. Yep, you yep. got a list of three well, guys that have never played together. They've never but, played together. Before so this, you this before is, you apologize to America about my list, apologize for those blue shoes you wore on oh, set today. Oh, that's you, what I you like apologize your shoes. I do actually like the yeah, shoes. Yeah. I think that Denver's got to be at number one. Yeah. Vince, help. I'm, I'm with you. List. I agree. I think number one, number two. I, I, I think the Bucks right now, and the only reason I'm going to put. Phoenix three until they prove it. I mean, on paper, on paper, yes, this this group can get it done. I'm sorry, I'm putting this list. I'm putting them. I'm putting them because we're right, right here. Championship, championship, championship. Austin wasn't there. Yep. Championship, championship last year. You jumped. A t you jumped all of champion. these guys. Yes, he is a champion. No, no disrespect. Champion. But I'm saying, look. I will say this about this. I had the pleasure of playing with Vince Carter. One of the great things about playing with Vince Carter is oftentimes I got the second best defender. And you know what? I play with Jason Kidd. So sometimes I got the third best perimeter. And let me tell you, people, I ate and I ate well. So I understand what these three are going to face. Yes, but we had balance. When we were the best team that we ever were, we yeah, had balance. They didn't have balance. These four champions to jump that perk is just out here messing with y'all. It's my day off. Back last word on this. These guys have to reprove it to me. I know they're champions, but he was not healthy. They weren't good enough, and that the manner of how they lost in the first round was disturbing to me. They got to reprove it to get back to number one. These guys should be number one, and I'm sorry, but if we have to pick a big three, and that's like part that's of the deal, ask. this has got to be Aaron, Aaron Gordon, right. I think. Aaron and Gordon these there. three, RJ is way too much of a grouch. They're going to be awesome together, but you can't put him at number one over these three. They just won the title, and look how upset Jokic is about being number two. <laughs> I think they're going to be great. I think those guys are going to be great. I know I, I, talk, I just say I love those three. I just need to see the rest. I'm not hating on those three at all. Right. I'm saying I need to see the rest. If they win a championship, something for them. Proven right after them at number two, which is why the four of us are giving them the edge. But this is Big Perk's big list of yeah, big and we already, we already said But yeah. hopefully tomorrow you'll be here in person to defend yourself, Big Perk. All right, coming up, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Los Angeles Lakers because uh. they turned it around during the second half of the season. But should they just run it back with the same group? We're going to answer that on the other side. I like your What's shoes, Rick. Thank you. It's a hot pack of ass. <laughs> Mary. Perk. We're just out here saying. Sorry, America. You're allowed to say I'm Malika Andrews, and with NBA free agency quickly approaching, we will have not one, 
not two, but three free agency specials. It's a lot to digest. Here are experts and analysts on where the league's biggest stars may be headed this summer. Everybody's in play. My dentist texted me wow. saying, where is he going to go? I don't know if he want to go to those other destinations. Tune into NBA Today June 30th from 3 to 6 and 7 to 9 Eastern, and then on July 1st from 2 to 4 Eastern, all three shows on ESPN. We're going to be here all weekend to take so you to free agency. So excited to I, spend my 4th of July weekend with y'all. I am pleased to tune in because I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys. That's that big smile. I, I just, Keep it. Honestly, they asked me, they were like, Richard, would you like to do the free agency And you special? said, yes, I I'll like, be there. Uh, yeah, that's Duh. my number. Like, I want to know where all of these guys are going. Is Kyrie going to Phoenix? There's nothing <laughs> more that I want to do than spend my days, extra long that's days, a, a, with you, Richard Jefferson. Well. There's so many questions that we're going to get to see play out. There's so many questions. There's so much at stake. And one team that's going to be looking to improve their team potentially uh, and improve on the conference finals run they made last season? the Lakers. So our Dave McMenamin has more on LA's offseason outlook. Ah, free agency. A time for roster reconstruction, prying pieces from the open market, and attracting talent. But if you've been paying attention, things could be pretty quiet on the Western Front for the Los Angeles Lakers. I would say this resoundingly clear. Our, our, our intentions are to keep our core of young guys together. And again this week, just days before free agency, it was Rob on repeat. We've been pretty clear since our last game uh, with the success of making it to the Western Conference Finals. We want to try our hardest to keep this core of guys together and also improve around the edges and on the margins to not only get back to where we were last year, but hopefully take the next step, um, get into the NBA Finals. Sure. Kyrie Irving photoshopped into a number 11 Lakers uniform has been floating on social media for months. And a certain subsect of Lakers fans expect them to trade for anyone from Miles Turner to Zach Levine. But the plan is in place, and the mystery has been removed. LA will look to re-sign restricted free agents Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura, make a play for D'Angelo Russell to continue to play the point, pick up the option on Jared Vanderbilt, and work those edges and margins. Oh, and hope and pray to the basketball gods that LeBron James and Anthony Davis can stay on the court. The plan is to stay the course. We say it all the time, but we have one singular goal. It's to add the 18th banner, and that's our focus. So heading into the next couple days, we're going to do all we can to maximize that opportunity. Dave, thank you. All right, so the Lakers, they were in the conference finals last year, and Dave just laid out all the options that the Lakers have this offseason. But, Zach, do you think this group, as presently constructed, has it reached its ceiling? I don't think that's necessarily true. I know getting to the conference finals is hard. You need some luck. You need good health. So you shouldn't necessarily expect to get back there just because you were just there. But I don't see why they can't set that. And, and beyond that is a goal. As long as LeBron can still be what LeBron is now, which is still a 29-8-8 kind of player. As long as Anthony Davis is healthy, and we know that's an iffy proposition, Austin Reeves is going to get better. Hachimura is going to get better, assuming they bring those guys back. They just drafted a guy who they think it can help them right away. We'll see on D'Angelo Russell. And if they get a real player with the mid-level exception, and I think they can and will, that's another guy to add to the depth chart. Like I, I don't see why the team they remade in the middle of the season, yeah. that was a legitimately good team. Throw the first 45 games out the window. That was a real team. I don't see why they can't build on that and get back 
similar quality team anyway. But, Zach, here's my question. What would that piece be? Like, what do you go get? Is it a point guard? Is it another uh, 3 and D guy? First. Like, what do you, like, you know, that, what, yeah, what do you, what is Everyone wants, what takes them? Everyone wants Bruce everyone Brown. Everyone wants more 3 and D guys. They've been linked in the rumor mill to Bruce Brown. Right. That would be a hand-in-glove fit, and it would also hurt the team that just beat you in the playoffs and won the title. That would be a great fit. A guy like that? No, I, I agree. And I, to the, the first 45, and, and even go back to the year prior to that, the Lakers didn't have enough adults. They didn't have enough, like, high-level professional. I'm not talking about age. I'm talking about guys. This is my role. I'm an NBA player in my role on multiple teams. Like, you look at Bruce Brown. If you can get Bruce Brown on your team, hypothetically, he's a professional. He's a 3 and D guy. He excels in his role. When you look at Vanderbilt, excels in his role. When you look at Hachimura, a little up and down trying to figure it out, excels in his role. You just need guys that are like, what do you need me to do? They need a bunch more soldiers and a few less generals of like as long as you show me what you need me to do I'll go and do that and I think the roster that they have I think they're two players away from getting back to the okay. conference finals next year because I think other teams will be improved other teams will have things worked out I think they need two more adults if you will two more I don't know about two more I mean you just look at the Western Conference we know it starts with Denver Denver yep. comes in as the favorite to win the championship I think Phoenix is going to be awesome just on star power and after that it's I mean, who, who are the Lakers afraid of uh, underneath that team? A lot of teams are in chaos. A lot of teams are in flux. John Moran is suspended. Right. Chaos Golden State stuff. has fit questions. What are they going to do to fill out the rest Clippers, of the roster? What are they going to do? Sacramento right. Kings. Did you say Sacramento Kings? Yes, I did. That's just because they gave you all that money at the end of your career. Sacramento's good. Like, Sacramento all too all bad. These teams. Good. They are good. They also have Sacramento. the space to, to sign space. someone to make an impact. That's the thing. That's the big thing. they got to sign someone, but they need to sign a guy, in my opinion, Sacramento. I love their roster. I love their team. Yeah. Love the air. They need to sign an adult. They need to sign one of those guys that's like, oh, I'm gonna give you tw- ten to twelve. I'm gonna hustle. I'm gonna rebound are anything you, you want. Are yeah. you an adult yet? Are no. you? No. Okay. No, I just want to make sure you're talking I, a lot about adults and adults. I was surrounded by adults. Vince is an adult. I'm Jason about Collins now. was an adult. Jason Kidd was an adult. <laughs> no. That's not my role. Was my role was to play old, 82 and give you 35 minutes a night. Are I any of us adults? Are we all? Who's an adult? Vince is Vince is the most adult out of everybody in this room. Did you mention the Clippers? Why? Did you know it's Kawhi's birthday? Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, it is. So we're going to talk about everything Clippers coming up on our show. Because it is his birthday. We have to relive some of the best moments off of the court and (laughs) on it. Kawhi's the best. It's one of my favorite. (laughs) NBA Today will be back with the fun guy after this. I'm going to miss Kawhi when he retires. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. Kawhi Leonard, who are you, man? Kawhi Leonard. How would you describe yourself? I'm a fun guy. I'm here. You fun guy. Fun guy, what's up, baby? What it do, baby? Yeah. Kawhi Leonard is smiling, folks. Believe me. He just hasn't told his face yet. He's actually a personable guy. More social than people think. Kawhi Leonard going crazy. Why Leonard going crazy was one of my favorite Mike Breen calls. Like, so underrated. <laughs> hey, look, Kawhi is that guy. Happy 32nd birthday to birthday. Kawhi Leonard. Happy birthday. Happy, Kawhi. happy birthday. All right, let's get back to free agency because there's a lot of questions for the Clippers. A lot of money also on the book. So let's bring in our money moves. Bobby Marks, our front office insider. What options do the Clippers have this summer, Bobby? Well, it started last night. Eric Gordon was waived. Their tax bill was at 171. 
Look at the difference of that tax bill dropping down Ooh. to $58 million. They saved $110 million. They are still over the luxury tax. They're still over the first apron. They're at the second apron. They can still only sign Russell Westbrook to that $3.8 million contract. However, they've got a lot of expiring contracts. Marcus Morris, Nick Batum, Robert Covington, future draft picks to maybe look and make another deal there. Rich, what do you want to see from the Clippers? What do I want to see from the Clippers? I just want to see their 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 top guys healthy. That's it. Fair. You can't truly give an evaluation. A lot of these teams that we've talked about, whether it was Philly or or what Miami needs to do or what the Lakers need to do, it all hinges on health. And the Clippers, unfortunately, we have not seen over the course of this Kawhi Leonard and Paul George stretch, we have not seen them healthy through an entire postseason run. Bobby, can we head to the East now? Because there was some news yesterday. The Bulls, Nikola Vucevic, they reached an extension. So where do things stand currently for Chicago? Well, they are about $27 million right up below the luxury tax here. The big question is certainly Lonzo Ball. He has been likely ruled out for next season. They have the option to file a petition to the NBA to remove that salary. Mm. They would have to deem that it's a career ending here. It all comes down to your own free agent, certainly Kobe White, Patrick Beverly, Io DeSumo. As far as bringing those three back, here's one to keep an eye on. DeMar DeRozan, extension eligible, four years, $170 million plus. Bobby, thank you. Zach, what do you think the Bulls should do next year? Build a time machine. (laughs) Go back. Not trade Jimmy Butler. Sign Jimmy Butler to the Supermax and build the team from there. That's realistic and reasonable. So, Oh, so I'm the grumpy one, Zach. I'm the grumpy one. You talking about time machines. Well, I don't think the the Vooch deal is fine. It just raises the question of where, what exactly are we doing here? Where are we going with this team? Are we just betting on parity and maybe we can get a run like Miami? I don't know how reasonable that bet is. So let's let's head to one more team here, Bobby, the Knicks, because we're waiting, right, to see if Josh Hart, he has that player option. It's due today. What's the scenarios looking like for them? Yeah, they need Josh Hart to opt in to his contract at $12.9 million. By doing so, all of a sudden that opens up the $12.4 million non-tax mid-level exception for potentially a player like Dante DiVincenzo from the Golden State Warriors. Mm. If he opts out and signs for a number higher, $16, $17 million, that exception all of a sudden shrinks. And the Villanova love gets a little bit less. What's up? Can he opt in and they can extend him? Bobby? Yes, that is, Richard, great point. That is what you would want him to do. You can opt in and then extend for additional four years and get a big, you know, bigger number down the road. If you're, a, if you're the Knicks front office, that's what you want Josh Hart to do. What do you want to see the Knicks do here, BC? I'm, so, I'm just clueless. I'm like, well, what do they need to take them over the top? Do you, do you move someone? I mean, I think Brunson has solidified his spot there. He's a guy that you you now want to build around. But what do you do with, like, Evan Fournier? Hmm. Like, do you, do you try to find him? Julius Randle, what do you do there? I mean, because it's not really regular season. It's playoffs. So do you find something there? I don't know. It's, it's maybe Zach or Mark. I think the Knicks are a good team. They know they're a good team. They seem poised to add another good player to their good team. And I think they're just going to be patient and opportunistic. That Evan Fournier deal, everyone's running him out the door. That's a good expiring contract next season even because they have the option on him. I think they're going to wait, continue to build their team up, and bide their time, bide their time for when the star that's really worth all the trade shifts that are not Jalen Brunson because Jalen Brunson's staying. Vince said he thinks he knows what I was going to say. What was I going to say? You know. tough to do there, man. 
that waiting. And it feels Why like we've been waiting. Wait, 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 wait. We've been yeah. New York, lo- New York loved that team last year. The whole city fell in love waiting. with that we team. we got to go to break. so much more to talk about. Josh Hart, we talked about adults. He showed up and made his impact. He's an adult? Yeah. Okay. He's an adult. He's an adult. You want adults on your team. Bruce Brown's an adult. NBA Today is going to be back in 60 seconds. And keep in mind our next WNBA game. It's on ABC Saturday afternoon. It's a rematch of last year's finals. Those teams, they have the best records in the league. The Sun, the Aces, WNBA Countdown gets it all started. And then on Sunday, we got four games, including our featured matchup on ABC. The Mystics taking on the Wings. Coverage for that one starts at 3 o'clock Eastern. We'll be right back. NBA Today is brought to you by Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, only in theaters Friday. Zach, are you ready? I'm always ready. Vince, you ready? Always. Ready? I, I stay petty. We are, we are ready and petty for the onslaught, the avalanche of oh, NBA that? news that is coming this weekend. We're going to oh. be here Friday. We're going to be here Saturday. Free agency specials reacting to everything that happens. Some details that you can expect to see later today. Several player team options. They're due today. We got Josh Hart. We got Mo Bamba, Herb Jones. More await their next move. These deals are so, already done. All these Kendrick deals are- Perkins, give me one move. Is it a free agent trade? Is it is it a free agency side? What what do you want to see this weekend? I want to see what happens to the most underrated free agent on the market. We're talking about whether or not James Harden is going to opt in or what's going to happen with him in Philly. Kyrie Irving taking these meaningless, meaningless meetings like with the Suns, Draymond Green, as he go, go back to the Warriors. What's going to happen with Bruce Brown? Mm-hmm. Bruce Brown is the biggest question mark, in my opinion, because he could upgrade any roster and take any t- uh, title contender team that's been knocking at the door over the top, over the hump. Whether it's him starting or coming in off the bench, this is a guy that you can rely on on both ends of the floor that could close in tight games, meaning playing his role to the T. He showed us this season that he's capable of actually being a ball handler and creating for others. And he has worked on that jump shot because he knocked it down on a consistent basis all throughout the course of the postseason. BC, what you looking at? Uh, uh, Bruce Brown. Bruce, I think all he's, eyes he's, on Bruce? Yeah, I, I agree. Bruce Brown. Rich? I, I, I like the adults. I like the Bruce Browns. I like the Josh Hart's. I like the Dante G. Vincenzo's. I think these are the guys that can actually kind of change your team. They are the plug pieces that fit well and can propel a team. So those are the guys that I'm looking at. Yeah, James Harden. Yes, you're going to have what, what's going on with Dame, all that stuff. But when we really break it down, when Denver won that championship, in my opinion, Booga. because of KCP, Booga. Bruce Brown, and Christian Brown, three guys that were brought in by Calvin Booth, and they fit perfectly. If you can do that with whatever top eight team you have if you can fill in two three people perfectly you can win a championship I want the Kings to be aggressive with that cap space they opened up on draft night give Sabonis a little more money and extend him but get a guy I want them to get a guy and say you know what let's go for it let's really go for it in the West next year. one piece of news before we say goodbye Andre Drummond exercised his 3.36 million dollar option to return to Chicago that's what our Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting it's only gonna get more and more wild between now and tomorrow as free agency starts you ready Rich Uh, I am always petty button up and buckle up because we will see you tomorrow for a five